just a little public service announcement before the latest episode of Dies in Your House. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. New York this, New York that. Yo, is Staten Island even really part of New York? A five in Manhattan is a ten in Staten Island. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that live. Representing Staten Island. We Staten Island boys are no joke. Staten Island? I cannot overstate how truly insane that would be. It's called high. For some people, it lifts them up and out of whatever low-rent, depraved hopelessness they're stuck in. There's a short respite from reality, from the stone-cold reality that they live in a racist country run by bigoted old white guys who won't give them a break on education and then bitch when they go on welfare because they can't find a job. So, this happens to be Staten Island. Believe me, I know the difference. We Staten Island boys are no joke. Shit still look the same. Staten Island. Oh, son. This ain't Staten Island. Shaolin. There's only so much gerrymandering you can do in New York City because you're dealing with mostly blue neighborhoods uh, with the exception of, of Staten Island. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here. We are back. Here on Spotify every weekend, all you gotta do is search for Dies in Your House on Spotify. Or we're on the podcast app on Apple Podcasts. I know you get your iPhone, that app comes on your phone. You can just search for Dies in Your House. On both of those places, you can leave a star rating. Five stars. You can leave a little comment, let them know how they feel. Let them know how you feel. Uh, or if you're working on your mixtape, and you're taking a break from that. You can go to soundcloud.com slash dies in your house. And every weekend, that's where you're going to get a brand new episode of dies in your house. But if you're premium, if you're premium, um, you can go to patreon.com slash jporks. You can get the podcast a day early. You can get personalized artwork. You can get bonus content such as the Zoomcast. Speaking of Zoomcast, I tried to do a Zoomcast last week. My camera wasn't complying with what I wanted to do. So there was a Patreon-only exclusive podcast last week. And that's why the sultry tones of myself were missing from your ears last week. But we're back here. We're back better than ever. You're probably wondering what we're doing. Probably wondering, Jay, I know you're in real life. I I don't know what this is. I needed to explain this to me. Well, as I explained to somebody the other day, when they asked, hey, Jay, what's your podcast about? I said, well, I've had it since 2013. It used to be a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Now it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a little bit of we have to vote because fascism is taking over our country. And if we don't vote, we're not going to exist anymore in one way or another. Whether it's global extinction from a virus we pretend isn't real, whether it's letting Russia win, you know what I mean, we, that can't happen, so we're going to do a couple of things today, we got some, got some local, and we got some foreign, we got foreign and domestic, I'm going to do a little bit of both today, 
But you're probably wondering, Jay, like, you talk about fascism like we know what that is. It's all right. I'm going to get the internet to explain. Hey, Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and the economy that rose to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Yeah, we don't need the alt-right movements... We do not need. There are there is not one Republican policy that they're interested in enacting that helps you. And by you, I mean average everyday American who is not a billionaire. Before we move forward a little bit, um, daylight savings. So I complained about losing the hour. And now the Senate is actually thinking about well, the Senate unanimously passed the, the thing to kill daylight savings time. And it'll go to the House, and then it'll go to Biden's desk. So, like, do we want this thing to be real? I kind of was, like, tired that day. But I was kind of like, what? We're not going to... We've been doing it for so long. But if we're going to leave it like this, where we have more daylight... People are going to be happy with that. It's the same amount of light in the day. My only thing is, here's, here's my thing. Honestly, it passed unanimously in the Senate. That means 50 Republicans agreed on it, which means one thing. There are 50 Republican senators who are going to find a way to use daylight savings time to keep black people from voting. That's just it. They somehow, ble- and I don't know, I don't know how, but they, they've, already hatched what they believe to be a plan to stop black people from voting based on daylight savings time. There are going to be parts of the country like Boise, Idaho. There's going to be times where the sun comes up at 930 in the morning. That's when sunrise is going to be. Just letting you know what's happening here. So daylight savings. For it or against it. Uh, I'll probably put a poll up on Instagram. Oh, that would have been That would have been good to do before the podcast, you know, so that I could, like, actually have results here for you. I'll put that up on my Instagram, and I will try to get everybody to to vote on it. Um, But basically, my skepticism is that Republicans want to do it, too. And anything Republicans want to do, I'm kind of like, hmm, how are we going to use that to marginalize black people and women? That's all I'm wondering. And black women. Crazy. So, this week, got the war in Ukraine. We're still in Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky gave his address to Congress today. There was a reporter that was upset that Zelensky, president of Ukraine, was wearing... A green t-shirt when he could have put on a suit according to this person reporter Peter Thiel that's who it was wait was it Peter Thiel no it's it's another it's another investor not Peter Thiel so this week we're coming over Zelensky gave his address to US Congress from Wherever he's hiding out 
um, from the Russian troops coming to assassinate him. He has, to recap, of Ukraine, Zelensky has survived three assassination attempts. Also, the U.S. has offered to get him out and to save him, and he has said no, he will be fighting with his people. Somebody had something to say about he was wearing a green shirt. Like, I don't think when you got some other country invading you, you're worried about your wardrobe right there. You know what I'm saying? I think think the message was more important. I mean, again, he was speaking to a translator, so it's not like, you know, he was speaking American. Um, we did have a couple of Republic, Republican Congress people not applause. When Zelensky received a standing ovation from Congress. Uh, Speaking of Ukraine, last week I misspoke on the... On the name of the former... Former Ukrainian president who Paul Manafort was working with. I said... I said it was uh, Tymoshenko or something. It wasn't. It's Viktor Yanukovych. Viktor Yanukovych was Putin's puppet. And that's the guy that uh, Paul Manafort worked for. And he got him in power in Ukraine, a Putin puppet. And then Paul Manafort went and worked for the Trump campaign for free. And, um, you know, did that same thing here in America. So just letting you know that, that that's where we are. So I, we have a lot of people. And I want to break it down simply. I got a perfect explanation the other day for what we're doing and why, and I'm here to share that with you, somebody more intellectual than me, and if if this person chooses to say, hey Jay, mention me next time, say it was me, I will, but until then, I'm not going to put anybody's name on my podcast, and the views and opinions expressed on my podcast are that of my own and do not represent that of my employer. So if you're the layman, and I don't mean you're lame, man, but if you're, <laughs> that was so stupid. Um, if you're a layman and you're like, Jay, why, why do we care about Ukraine? Russia's tough. First of all, Russia's not tough. Russia's one of those bullies that when you punch, you know, they, they're not expecting to get hit. They're not, they're expecting their words to bring them further than their actions. Um, the overhyping of their military is like the greatest, the greatest lie of the century. But, um, somebody explains to me that day, if you're, if you're looking at this, like, why are we defending Ukraine? And I say, because Ukraine's a democracy. And you say, I don't care about that. Think of it this way. In America, right? Let's just say America. There's Bloods and Crips, right? There's Bloods. And there's Crips. So, like, and there are different sets of those Bloods and Crips. All over the country. There's the Woo Crips in Brooklyn. There's the, what are the, 55 Street Crips. You know? By, uh, in LA, there's a lot of... That's on, that's on Hood. There's a lot of different, like, uh, sets of, of, of gang sets, right? But let's just say that, you know, I don't know you, 
But I see this person messing with you, and you're Crip and I'm Crip. I'm banging with you because we're Crip. That's how democracy works. Ukraine is a democracy. We're a democracy. We bang with them because we don't want that shit to happen to us and other democracies around the world. Now, I understand you might be somebody who says, hey, Jay, what about all those times America goes into other countries and does this, that, and the third? Well, in short, we're not talking about that right now. Yeah, I mean, if you want to keep it, you want to have that conversation, you have that conversation before you elect Donald Trump, okay? We shouldn't have had, we're not having this conversation now. We're way past that. Now we're just trying to fix what we got here. In the fabric of our nation, we're trying to just re-sew it together. Of course Putin wouldn't have done this to Ukraine if Trump was in charge. Putin would have been given Ukraine as a birthday present. Here you go, you can have this. Ukraine is its own country. The USSR, the Soviet Union, that was not Russia. That was a collection of countries, with Russia being the most powerful. They're not now. Somebody the other day told me that Ukraine has nukes. It's a fact Ukraine doesn't have nukes. It's a stupid... They should. Why'd they get rid of them? But they did. They had, like, old nukes from, like, the, the Soviet... USSR days. Like, when they were a part of USSR, they had some nukes there. They got rid of them. Clinton signed the treaty with them. With, um... What's that guy? Um, Yeltsin. Wow, my 90s, uh... My Latin, my 90s political pop culture references kind of, uh... Slipped me for a second there. I think that if we just... And somebody said, oh, they're giving $13 billion to Ukraine. I saw that all over Twitter. They're giving $13 billion to Ukraine. What do you think? Did you think that they were going to hand that money out to us if they didn't give it to Ukraine? You know what I mean? Did you think we were getting that? We have the, Our military budget's five times the next country. If we want to supply other democracies with killing machines so we don't have to send our people over there to use the killing machines, let's go for it. At least they're not going to place the weapons down like they did in Afghanistan. Remember Afghanistan? We're not talking about that anymore. I told you we wouldn't talk about it anymore. It was a stupid war we shouldn't have been in and we're out now. Democracy didn't work over there. It's working in Ukraine. So we got to preserve it. They're Crips or Bloods, whatever you want to, whatever, whatever side of the analogy you want to take that makes you feel better. One day we'll go into the, the history of the Bloods and the Crips on Dyson Half. No, we, we're not going to do that. I already talk about things I don't know anything about. Okay. I promised domestic, I promised foreign, and I promised domestic. So let's talk domestic. Okay. I am not... I don't want to make every podcast about a vaccine. I don't want to do that. It's been time. I don't need to explain it anymore. You should get vaccinated... 
if you don't want to die. Okay, that's for us regular people. Regular people, you should get vaccinated if you don't want to die. If you don't get vaccinated, places are open again. So you don't have to wear a mask. So you might get infected. And so I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. I still wear my mask at work because I don't know these people, the, the people that come in. Around my coworkers, fine. I know they're not, you know, in the club getting tips on a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, in the break room, I take my mask off. But, like, people I've just met today, no, I, I keep my mask on. I'm sorry. On the bus, I keep my mask on. Train, I keep my mask on. But that's not, I'm not here to complain about people not wearing their mask. I'll tell you that what five years ago every sports writer in America would have said was a guarantee that baseball was going to go on strike in 2022 and miss the entire season because the players struck a terrible collective bargaining agreement for themselves five years ago. Contrary to, re- re- to real belief Baseball is actually going to happen on time. Probably wondering, Jay, what does baseball have to do with domestic policy? Well, America's game, so it's America's sport. But in all seriousness, this brings up local Eric Adams, mayor of New York City. And funniest thing to make fun of on Staten Island. On Staten Island, I'm sorry. Misspoke. Funniest thing to make fun of on Saturday Night Live. But since I was thinking of Saturday Night Live and I had Pete Davidson on my mind and he's in bed with your wife and I just was thinking of that. But I'm not going to talk about that. I'm really continuing on. Eric Adams has said that um, even though the indoor mask mandate, indoor vaccine mandate, even though all that stuff has. Even though the indoor mask mandate and the indoor vaccine mandate, even though all of that stuff has been rolled back, players on teams in who play for New York, who play in New York, cannot play if they are not vaccinated. He will not budge the, the rules on that. Now... It's a little weird because if you're a player on a visiting team, you can play and not be vaccinated. If you're a fan who's not vaccinated, you can come to the game. But if you play for the team and you're not vaccinated, you can't play. Now, some people find this to be hypocritical. It's actually not. If... If New York allows athletes to um, ignore vaccine mandates, then what we're going to have is everybody in New York who lost their job due to the vaccine, which, you know, isn't really many people, but, like, the people that chose to to lose their jobs over that are going to have... A good reason to sue the city and get millions and millions of dollars. It's leaving yourself open. So, Kyrie Irving, and you know what? 
when you look at Kyrie Irving versus like Aaron Rodgers, at least I could honestly say this. I respect Kyrie Irving way more than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is like, I couldn't have less respect for this guy. Kyrie Irving, I think what he's doing is is silly. I don't agree with it, but he's not hypocritical and he's not lying to his teammates. Aaron Rodgers lied to his teammates. Said he was he was inoculated. Does that even mean? <laughs> I obviously know what it means, but you're either vaccinated or you're not. You weren't, but you tried to talk around it because you're Aaron Rodgers. And now he's getting paid $50 million. It must be nice to be white in America, right? But baseball season's about to start. And rumor has it that Aaron Judge, right fielder for the New York Yankees, is not vaccinated. That's the rumor. Now, nothing has been confirmed. Nobody, we don't, he actually hasn't come out and said it. They asked him and he said he's just focused on spring training, which, by the way, is not the answer somebody vaccinated would give. <laughs> so, but like, if you're, if you're a Yankee fan and you've been a Yankee fan for a while, like, I'm, I'm old enough to run for president, so. I've been around a little while. I'll tell you this. If George Steinbrenner was alive, George Steinbrenner would be in the locker room with the CEO of Pfizer holding the needle himself, shoving it into Aaron Judge's arm. That's a fact. We're talking about the guy that was trying to sneak up behind Don Mattingly with a scissor to cut his fucking hair off because it was too long. All right? George Steinbrenner would have traded this guy already. Now, if it turns out, and listen, I'm a diehard Yankees fan. If it turns out that Aaron Judge has decided that he does not want to get the vaccination, that is great. He can go play for another team. That's baseball, Susan. I can't have my team. Now, this isn't like I'm not complaining about regular life vaccines and oh I was in Target and they didn't have a mask on that bothers me but I'm not complaining about that now the Yankees are going for a World Series here they've added more teams to the playoffs <coughs> therefore <clears throat> even though you might be looking at the Yankees division saying yo Yankees might finish third yeah and that's still gonna get them into the playoffs so we need to just stay competitive we're not going to stay competitive if our superstar right fielder is unvaxxed, not playing home games, and yet wants $40 million a year after the season. It's not a thing. I need the Yankees to win this year. For the Yankees to win, I need us to put nine vaccinated players out there who are going to be able to play home and away. Veterans of the podcast probably like, he's finally talking about sports again. I used to talk about sports like a lot. It's a reminder. Hashtag vote blue in 22. That's what we're going with. Because the only way to stop Republicans is to stop Republicans. And how we do that is we vote them out. We don't let them, we don't let them win elections. We can't have that anymore.
Before I get up on out of here. Word on the street is that Chuck Todd is angling to take over for Rachel Maddow in the 9 o'clock spot on MSNBC. A lot of people would rather see Ali Velshi get it. You know who should get it? Give the show to Al Franken. And I'll let you sleep on that. Jay Porks dies in your house exclusively wherever you thought you were hiding from me on social medias. Till next week, we outside. Late.